0: Hey love, welcome to Her Promise Circle Podcast, a safe space to come as you are, to receive the word you need, to help you continue on your journey to healing, growth, and walking confidently into God's purpose for your life. It's full of all the things that you'll need to live boldly as the woman God created you to be. I'm your host and founder of Her Promise Circle, To Get connected, let us support you where you are right now and where you're going. welcome back to the her promise circle podcast if you're new here i'm your host mckel i am the founder and ceo of her promise circle a faith-based women's wellness community passionate and committed to providing resources support and encouragement for women who are ready to step into the purpose that god has planned for their lives while improving maintaining and sustaining their well-being That means healing, child, emotionally, taking care of your body, taking care of your mind, your mental health, and growing spiritually. They're all important. Your body is a gift and you must take care of it, all parts of it, okay? And that's what our focus is here if you're new here. P.S. A lot of you have been reaching out to me on my Instagram and I have been loving it. So if you listen to this podcast more than one time, hit up your girl. Okay, my Instagram is mikhail.renee. I would love to hear from you. A lot of you have shared your stories and how you relate to what I'm going through. And it's really encouraging to me, just as much as it seems that it is for you. So thank you very much for those of you who reach out to me. I truly appreciate it. And it keeps me going because sometimes child, when I go to record these, I'm like, Lord, is anyone even hearing me? Like, I don't know, you know, sometimes doubt be trying to creep in. But child, I'll be like, Okay, that one girl heard it and it helped her so. <laughs> Y'all helped me stay motivated and inspired to do this. And so I just wanted to say a special thank you for, for the um, women that I've been talking to over the past week or so. But okay, let's get into it. Today, I wanna talk to you about Esther. We are currently starting a new topic at Bible Study. We started last week and we are diving into Esther and how we can relate her to our own lives. What I didn't know that God was going to do was show me myself in a different way than He's ever showed me before about Esther in the current season I'm in. And I wanted to share some tips and revelations with you as far as what I've seen in her. And so, a lot of times, God sets us up and puts us in a position where He's ready to pour into us, He's ready to elevate us, He's ready to accelerate our journey, He's ready to put us in a different promoted position but do you recognize that sis are you able to receive the goodness of god in that way you pray for big things you pray to see things and when it confronts you do you recognize it can you receive it or do you self-sabotage and so today we're gonna talk about recognizing when god is ready to take you higher and deeper in him by allowing you to step into your purpose in a more tangible way, increasing your influence and allowing you to live out what it is he's called you to do. Can you recognize when it's time to say yes, to give him your yes, and are you willing to take the step required to bring it to fruition? Let's get into it, okay? So we're gonna start with your girl, Esther. And for those of you who don't know the story of Esther, pretty much Esther was a Jewish girl who became a candidate to become queen when the old queen was (laughs) exiled from her position by the king. And so an opening opened up and so they were looking for a new queen and Esther was one of the candidates and Esther goes to the castle and she found favor in all these people's eyes. And so she became the main candidate. She had all this special treatment and she finally was chosen as queen. And when she was chosen as queen, she was confronted by her cousin Mordecai, who gave her wisdom the whole way through and who supported her and she heeded him and by listening to him she was able to step into a higher realm of influence as queen and use her position to save god's people to change the king's mind and how does this apply to our lives Mick, like how can we use this wonderful story of esther to our lives well i want to challenge you to be introspective this morning or tonight whenever you're listening to this. Do you know your purpose? What are the things you're good at? What are your gifts? What are the promises of God that you have yet to lay hold of? What are the things that he has ordered to come about in your life? What kind of people do you feel called to? What kind of people do you have a special heart for, a soft spot in your heart for? These are pretty good indicators that God is calling you into something where you are going to be dependent on him to follow through with. Whether that's writing a book, whether that's creating a outreach team, whether that's creating a business, starting a business, doing something that your family's never done. It's something bigger than you and therefore you're going to have to increase your trust in God and take a leap of faith. It's not just one leap of faith, child. Once you take a leap of faith, It's going to be more, okay? God is always going to call you deeper to him so that you continue to take steps into fulfilling that purpose that he has for your life. And this is not just for those who are called to be entrepreneurs. You may be in a space where you have influence at the job you're currently at. You might work in public service. You might work... Like, as for me, I work in critical care at a hospital. There's constantly things that can be done to improve patient care or quality of life for the employees and everybody involved. You know, you might be in a corporate space and God may be calling you higher there in order to have more influence, in order to do well at that company. And so I need you guys to recognize first the favor God has placed on your life. First of all, you got the job. You got this vision, this plan. You have his yes his go for it his green light this is favor in your life god has chosen you only you can do what god has chosen you to do only you sis you have been prepared you have cried you have shed blood you have sacrificed you have healed you have grown closer to him you have fasted you have prayed you have put in the work to do what it is god has called you to do but can you recognize the moment when god is like It's time to take an action step. Let's read the verse, Esther 4 and 14. If you have your Bibles, if you're at home chilling, listening to me, let's read the verse where Esther is confronted with her purpose in the position he's placed her in. For if you remain silent at this time, liberation and rescue will arise for the Jews from another place. And you and your father's house will perish since you did not help when you had the chance. And who knows whether you have attained royalty for such a time as this and for this very purpose. All right, break it down to us. I will. This is Mordecai talking to Esther. He is telling her she can say no. She has been confronted with approaching the king, which is a scary thing to do. She's not allowed to do unannounced. But she's been approached by Mordecai, who is telling her, maybe you became queen in order to be brave in this moment and confront him and save the people of God. The king had put out a commission to exonerate all the Jews, to kill them essentially. And Esther was in the position to influence the king's mind the opposite way. She was in position to do that. She was called to do this particular thing. And she is now in the position and has the influence to do it. However, Esther had the option to say no. Esther could have said no. So what does that mean for us? When God puts you in a position and he's ready to give you an idea that you can bring about, you can say no. Or you can soft quit. That's what we gonna call it, okay? So you don't exactly tell God no. Right? Let's say it's writing a book. Okay. You've had this idea on your mind for a while. God's like, I need you to write this book. I need you to tell your story. I need you to heal people through your words. And you're like, Word, that sounds great. You tell people about it. You know, I've been thinking about writing a book. You start hearing it in sermons. People are like, you, God told you to write the book. You're like, Yes, amen. He's shouting to it and everything. But, Have you found a publisher? Have you done research on what your title is going to be? Have you written a few pages every day? Have you set yourself a discipline in order to do research for your book? Whatever it is, have you taken tangible steps that I can touch, feel, and see to write the book, do the thing that God has told you to do, or are you in the same space as you were last year or close to it? Are you in the same place you were last year when it comes to the goal, vision, or dream God has put on your heart? Have you advanced forward into tangible steps that you can hold or see? I remember the first time my book was published and like sitting in front of me when it came in the mail and to hold something that I was afraid to do and that I didn't think I could do and that I never thought to do was so powerful because I felt that God had told me to write down the revelation because the relationship idol had such a chokehold on us as women, and it had a chokehold on me for years. And to put the revelation I had on paper for other people to work through it and bring about healing in their lives and offer prayers for them, et cetera, et cetera. It was so powerful to see it. It was something that started as a seed, as a vision, as a dream. And I was now holding it tangibly in my hands. It's now being distributed to women who need it and it's causing real healing in their lives. It's breaking chains off of them. It's amazing what God can do with your yes. Her promise circle started as a seed in my heart, a vision. I wrote it down. I made it plain. And now women are joining every single day. Women are coming to the meetups. Women are coming to the events. Women are telling me. That they once were so hardened, just like me. But now appreciate community. Feel God's love in this community. It's real. It's tangible. But that wouldn't have happened if I did not say yes. If I did not take a tangible step towards creating it. And I'm not putting you down, sis. I'm just telling you that you're capable of the yes that God is asking from you. I'm telling you that you were born for such a time as this. You are prepared for such a time as this, as Esther was prepared for that time. And that is why she was approached with the idea because she was ready. If God gives you an idea, you are ready to complete it. Stop thinking that you are lacking the skills, the mindset, the wisdom. God will provide it to you. Also, sis, you have free will. Have you been quiet quitting the dream God put in your heart? Have you made any tangible progress on the goals that you've set for yourself in 2023? Be honest. Are, is fear and doubt and scarcity and lack and what you don't have holding you back? Are the people around you holding you back? So. To recognize you're in this position where God is proposing, offering, presenting, revealing to you that it's time to go deeper in purpose. Do you recognize it? Do you see that it's been on your heart and it's felt so urgent because it's time? Because you are capable of doing it. Can you see it? Behold, I am doing a new thing. Do you not perceive it? That's in Isaiah 43, 18, I believe. You must be able to perceive the time. Because when God says it, means it is the time. That means he will provide. That means he will give you the wisdom. That means even if you've never seen it, he will show you how to construct it. He has already thought ahead, sis. So you coming up with all these reasons and excuses... God's already thought of all that, okay? So throw all that away and step up to his yes that he's requiring from you. Give it to him and trust that he will abundantly supply for every good work. That's 2 Corinthians 9 and 8. He's calling you deeper into trust with him. The Israelites looped in the wilderness because they kept going to things that comforted them that weren't God. And God had to keep showing up for them on the same level of faith over and over again. He would provide food. Oh my God, we don't have water. We don't like this. We want to go back to Egypt. God provides water. He had to keep providing basic necessities for them over and over again. And so they wandered because their faith never increased as God provided for them. God is calling you into a deeper level of faith with him in this season. And it requires your participation. It requires your yes. And it requires you cultivating this seed, this vision he's planted in your life. You can do it. I don't know if you've ever had anyone in your life who's looked you in your eye and tell you and told you you are capable of doing this thing. It seems big, I know, but that's because it's from God. He is there and he is faithful and he is going to lead you through it. He is going to give you wisdom to do it. You can do it. You can discipline yourself. You will come through on the other side and thank him, praise him for giving it to you, for trusting you with it. You are the woman for the job. However, what did Mordecai say to Esther? If you choose to remain silent at this time, Liberation and rescue will arise for the Jews from another place. If you don't do what you're being called to in this season, God can send another. It's time sensitive. Something you are going to do in this season is going to help someone who needs it in its timing. It's perfect timing, it's God's timing. But God's not going to let you get in the way of helping his people. If you're not ready, that's okay. And I'm not saying God won't offer you another vision or he won't keep trying at you and keep giving you information and revelation and wisdom. But Mordecai literally said to Esther, his people are not going to go without because you're saying no. Moses pled with God and asked him to find someone else. But because of God's grace, he let Moses say no multiple times. He let Moses doubt himself. He let Moses get out all his complaints. He gave Moses support. He worked with him because of his grace. And I'm asking you, sis, to recognize the grace God has been giving you. It's your vision. It's your purpose. You are the woman for the job. You were born for such a time as this. You are in this position for such a time as this. You have been through what you need to be through and it has prepared you to be ready to say yes to this thing. What is the purpose God is asking you to complete in this season? What is the thing God is calling you to trust him deeper for in this season that you feel underqualified for? You feel like you can't do? You feel like you don't have the wisdom for, the education for. What is it? Recognize it and just tell him yes. And then, just like Esther, you will need wise counsel. Mordecai let her know. Okay, so it's like, listen, just because you don't step up, God's still going to deliver us. Okay? However, he chose you for this job. He chose you. So partner with him, match his energy in this season and do what it is you're called to do. Do you have friends like that in your life? When God implants a seed in your heart, in your mind, in your spirit, your job is to to protect it, to nurture it, to nourish it. And to do that, your soil must be good. How do you keep your soil good? your environment. Has God been removing people from you that you keep holding on to? Has God been trying to pull you out of that relationship that's been just looping, looping, looping and isn't for you? Is God removing people in this season that you thought would go to the top with you? Let him. They may not be gone forever. It may just be for this season because you can't hear him clearly with them there. If God is tilling the ground and making it fertile, Let him. That's part of the yes. That's part of the yes. Allowing him to remove the friends or the people in your life that are not going to cultivate the seed or allow it to grow. In the space you're in, if you've been looping, you probably have people who have instilled fear, their own fear and doubt onto you. And so you shrink. You're afraid to even tell your friends these visions that you have for your life. You're afraid to dream big because they're just, (laughs) they've been in the same place for five years now and nobody's putting them down. That's okay for some people, but you were called the more and your environment must reflect that. A lot of celebrities have said in interviews that they don't like being the smartest person in the room or the richest person in the room or the person doing the best in their friend group. They wanna be motivated. It's time for you to get in different rooms, sis. It's time for you to challenge yourself, to put yourself out of your comfort zone, to start connecting with people who can pour into you in a way that the people that have been around you can't because you've been looping. And a big part of it is your environment. Those you allow to speak into you, though they may love you, may mean well. They're not speaking the thing that you need to hear in this season. So God is distancing you from them. Let's talk about wise counsel for a second proverbs 12 and 15 the way of fools seems right to them but the wise will heed advice this shows you the importance of having wise counsel because a lot of the time it's the blind leading the blind to get wise counsel you need to be around people who are where you're trying to go and if you have it been around people who are doing what God has called you to do you're gonna feel doubtful and afraid and feel like it's impossible because you must see it God is trying to do something new in your life and maybe no one in your family has even tried to do the thing that God has called you to do but because he's chosen you he's now changing your environment to cultivate that seed so you can step into it Proverbs thirteen twenty. Walk with the wise and become wise, for a companion of fools suffers harm. Are people speaking curses over you and you're not even noticing it? Can't do that. That doesn't make sense, girl. You you don't need to be speaking just negatively about the things that you tell them. You need to get around people who hear your big ideas and are like, yo, that's amazing. You need to change your environment in order to step into the place God is calling you to. Another verse is there's safety in a multitude of counsel. Being isolated makes you see right in your own eyes. It keeps you stagnant, keeps you in the same place. This is why community is important. So if you get around other people who are trying to heal, who are trying not to be in the same place they were last year, who are trying to elevate, who are trying to say yes to God, or are trying to go deeper with God, you're more likely to succeed at that. But if you're around people who aren't on the same journey as you, bad company corrupts good character. That's in the word. You are not going to influence them. They are going to influence you. They are going to hold you back. We always think we can change people. That's pride. Yes, you are a light, but you need other lights to keep your light going. Okay, listen to me. If you are in a position where God is calling you to make a tangible step towards the thing he has called you to, please say yes and please partner with him when it comes to doing that. Get around people who are doing the thing you are called to do. Wise counsel. Nurture that seed with the people that you have around. And if you have to change those people, so be it you're responsible for this seed and you must water it you must nourish it you must filter what comes into your sight and what comes into your ears that includes people in your life can't watch the same things can't listen to the same music you can't listen to the same people your environment must be a fertile space for that seed to grow so in december i'm actually offering a goal setting and how to achieve them Group coaching, if you're interested, if you need help to set realistic goals, because say you do set goals, but you don't accomplish them because you're setting them too big, or you're getting fearful and doubtful, or you don't even know where to start when it comes to setting goals. I am going to show you how I do my goal setting for the year of 2024. We're going to start there and we're going to start off on the right foot. Okay, so if you haven't yet registered for our vision board party, because we're going to start there. We're going to start with the vision that God has given us. It's this month. It's on the 21st at 6.30 p.m. Eastern time. Register. If you're a member, you can go ahead and register. But if you're not a member, become a member and then register. (laughs) It's for members only, child. Okay. So we're going to start with our vision. We're going to make it plain. And then we're going to have our goal setting group coaching session together in December to set ourselves up for success. And HPC is for women who are serious about stepping into their journey, women who are serious about getting out of the start-stop and the inconsistency and the stagnancy of life and trying to get closer to God. If you're tired of that, we're here to try to help you cultivate a space that can help bring you into more powerful version of yourself, the best version of yourself, the version of yourself that God has created you to be, because there is more for you, sis and you can do what he's called you to do. Let me pray for you. Dear Heavenly Father, I wanna thank you for my sister. I wanna thank you for the vision you've given her. I want my sister to see that you have entrusted the seed to her because she is capable of doing it with your help. Father God, I pray that you soften our hearts, our minds, and our spirits to receive instruction from you and from the people that you lead into our lives and connect us with that can help us with this vision and plan. Father, God, I rebuke the spirit of pride or anything holding us back in this season from asking for help. I pray that my sister is encouraged to partner with you in this season and is ready to see a tangible change, is able to see a manifestation of the vision you've placed in her life for herself because of her partnership with you. I thank you for a deeper faith, the faith that's required for her to take that leap And say yes to you. Start fulfilling the thing that you have planned for her life. Father God, I thank you for her. I thank you for her desire to want to do what it is you've caught her to do. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. If you're not a member of Her Promise Circle, join. The link is in the bio. The book that I talked about earlier, the Relationship Idol book, it is called Get Ready for Love. I'll put that in the description as well. The registration for the Vision Board Party and the registration for the group coaching will be down there too. I think that's everything, but I will see you guys next week and I hope to see you at the Vision Board Party. Or at least Bible study on Thursday. Hello. See you soon. (laughs) Bye guys.